Hey y'all, it's your girl Keith of Kentucky and you're tuned into another episode of So There's That, the podcast. I got a few questions for you before we jump into the show. Probably going to be a quick one, um, but I wanted to make sure I did come in and check on my family, have a good conversation with you guys. And most important, just make sure y'all good because the Rona, the Rona is out here wrecking havoc and not even really just to everybody's health so much. It's, you know, it's, it's increasing but it's mostly everybody's mental state. Motherfuckers is losing their minds. And that's really, truly how I want to open the show. How are you doing? How are you taking care of yourself? Are you quarantined right now? Are you self-quarantined? Are you teleworking from work? What are you doing uh, to avoid the, the madness? Are you clicking off of social media? I haven't. I mean, I'm just meddling. I'm just seeing how everybody's doing. A lot of people have turned into you know, conspiracy theorists. Of course, of course, Carrie Hilson's out here thinking that the 5G network, the LTE is out here spreading the fucking corona to everybody. What the fuck going on? That's the number one thing I just want to know. I'm trying to figure it out. Shout out to my girl, Jay, um, Jamitra, uh, as always, um, letting the girls know what's going on. She was talking about something last night about how us us as in us, you know what I'm saying? Us as in black folk, just been living in the struggle for a long, periodically long time. I say that a lot, right? We've been living in the struggle for a minute. You see us freaking out like this? No, because we just been built for shit like this, unfortunately. We're gonna take care of ourselves. We're not gonna disregard the things that we hear, the factual information that we hear. Um, but we're not also not just going to sit back and, and and let shit just kill us. We just ain't never been like that. So I think we're going to be okay. Uh, I was, I've been trying to figure out, I hope, like, I, you know, I jumped right into the corona shit because really that is all y'all want to talk about. So I'm just going to give you my thoughts. I mean, I'm just so sick of hearing about it. From social media to work, we have so many things going on on my work side of the house that require these things to be updated. We need to know who's all thinks that got it, who, who might foresee the future. We have to look into impacts on things uh, regarding all of this. Schools out, daycares are being cleaned up, like super duper clean. So people got to stay at home with their kids. And I think this is just an opportunity to say, shout out to our teachers, our um, daycare facilities, the people that spend the time with our kids all damn day. Um, because as I could see, some of y'all are sick of it. And y'all only been with y'all kids for two, you know, two days or so. You know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't really had to deal with the struggle that long. Y'all been going to work. And and other folks see y'all kids more than y'all see y'all kids. And now, y'all know, I'm saying I'm not judging, okay? I'm not judging. I'm okay with my children. They drive me crazy. But this comes with the territory. This is this is the parent thing, you know, that everybody signed up for. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just, I'm just straight. I'm actually at home. I just finished up a lot of my telework for today. Folks are driving me crazy. It's okay. We're going to, we going to make it do what it do as usual. I just want to, like I said, I just wanted to talk about this. I really didn't. I said, if I was going to record this week, I wasn't going to talk about Corona, but it's literally the one thing that's just everybody is, is on everybody's mind. People don't know whether or not this is like a super big deal or not. Um, some people are like looking at damn cheapo airline tickets, trying to book a flight somewhere, not knowing if it's going to borders are going to close. Nobody thinks proactively these days. Y'all just see cheap shit. And y'all just be running for the spirit fucking ticket. Don't y'all don't y'all y'all don't be thinking about shit. Huh? Like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm worried about me and mine. 
the cleanliness of my house. I did some deep spring cleaning this weekend. I was very happy about that. I spent some time with my work family, which is right around the corner. I had to travel too far to go nowhere. I had a great time. Um, I, I needed that release because it's just so much stuff that has been happening, like work-related for me, that it's just crazy. And because I am how I am, I'm thinking about how everything that's going on right now is going to impact like evolutions in the future on my side of the house as far as work is concerned. So I think that anxiety of that bothers me more than anything. Not washing my hands, which I've been doing, not cleaning up my kids in my house like I've been doing. I've been doing this shit, you know, like it's the stuff that happens after the hysteria has died down. You know what I'm saying? It's the real life shit you got to deal with after the fact. That's That's got my brain like in a tizzy right now. And it's, I'm not even going to deal with it until all this shit is done. And who knows? Who knows when the shit, does it get worse? I read something the other day, like I've been making sure I'm fact checking, checking every post that I see on my fucking social media timeline, because that's imperative. It's imperative to do that because you can get caught up in an in anxiety over shit that's not even based in fact. Ain't that scary? Y'all don't be scared about that shit. I do. So I make sure I research everything that I click on and make sure that it's a reliable source and make sure that they're credible because Lord knows that I don't need to be freaking out over shit that ain't even real. <laughs> I don't got time for that no more. I just don't want to. I don't want to do that. But I hope y'all's good. Apparently motherfuckers need to wipe their ass more. I don't know. All the TP is gone. All the TP is gone. <laughs> I buy, I don't buy in bulk, but I buy enough to last me a few months. So I go and I'll buy like three of the big things when I do go because I don't like going to the grocery store like that, period. Anyways, like I don't like going. Like I've gotten to the point where I'll buy things a few days in advance. I don't buy by the bulk at the grocery store anymore. I just buy shit as I need it, which I've been very bad at. I used to go to the grocery store um, to buy just stuff for two week period at a time. And then I'll be back after two weeks. But now I just roll up, go grab my few things. I ain't trying to carry that many bags. And then I'm dipping, you know what I'm saying? So I think we good on toilet paper from now. There's no need to steal from the work. There's no need to, you know, boost or look on eBay to just get like a roll of toilet paper for $10,000, you know, cause motherfuckers is crazy. I posed this question on my Facebook page the other day because I really was, appalled at you motherfuckers going to buy 8,000 gallons of fucking milk at the grocery store. For what? What are y'all doing? When y'all? When do y'all even have time to drink more than two gallons a week in a, a week's worth of time? Because I know people going through milk, especially if you got little babies in the house, that's pretty much the only time that I use milk. I use a little milk for my eggs when I'm trying to do a little scramble, depending on what the recipe is for dinner. I don't eat cereal like that. My kids like cereal and my daughter drinks milk before she goes to bed. It helps her get to bed. I don't need all that damn milk. I saw a picture with somebody literally that had 12 gallons of fucking milk. Fuck is wrong with y'all. Does really stuff like that just really just shake y'all to y'all core that y'all just gotta act uh, stupidly? Like what is going on? <laughs> the TP, like I'm still confused on the toilet paper. People try to rationalize with me and shit, talk about, 
oh, college students is coming home and we just got to make sure that we prepare. We on lockdown. No, the fuck you ain't. You ain't on lockdown. You're not on lockdown yet. And I know that it's slowly but surely it is heading that way. But there are ways to maneuver around there. There's a way to care for people to the left and the right of you without stockpiling all the goddamn toilet paper. And I get it. It's your money. You can buy whatever you want to buy. But now, look at them. They putting fucking conditions on a shit that you can buy at the store because y'all know how to fucking act. Y'all can't just buy two or three things of fucking toilet paper and let some other people get some toilet paper. Now, the Walmart, the Target, all the commissary, all them motherfuckers is like, well, you got a three limit now because y'all don't know how to fucking act. Look at y'all. It just take one little thing to just mess y'all up so y'all can just act the fuck up. I'm disappointed. Disappointed in y'all. I heard... I told you this is gonna be quick. I heard the Idris Elba. Oh God, he didn't got the Rona so far. Idris then got it. Uh, Tom Dwayne Hanks and Rita then got it. There's a few other celebrities that I heard that have, you know, NBA, NBA stars. Did y'all see? I don't know his name because why do I need to know? I don't watch basketball like that. I sit in the living room with my husband and pretend to watch it. When he get excited, I act excited. So that's how that worked. But it was an NBA player that was doing a press conference who um, eventually was found to be positive for coronavirus. But before he got up, he he like touched on everything. The f- y'all see, y'all don't know how to act. How y'all doing that? And I know, like, our era is the era of, like, minimalizing a lot of certain things. Sometimes, you know, and I said early in the episode, you know, we've been making a way out of no way. I think everybody, Charlamagne, the guy that posted something about it, my friend Demetra did something about it yesterday. And we do, but there's no way. There's, that we, we got to take a little bit of shit seriously sometimes. Not to that extent of putting your hands on everything because... Oh, the corona might get you now. Look at you. Now, what if you would have said, what if the stuff you touched was a shit that had the corona on it? And you weren't even the host. And you got it because you wanted to play, you want to fuck around. Now look at you. Like I just don't, I don't. I mean, peace and blessings, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Peace and blessings. The celebrity's gonna be alright for sure. If there's a vaccine or anything that's coming, they gonna get their hands on it first. Not too stressed out about these Negroes, cause they be all right, but they got my boy Idris. I felt the way when I heard that. Cause he came on there with his English accent. I'd be forgetting that he English until I hear him talk on his regular social media because he does such a great impersonation of our born ass accent as Americans. But uh, yeah, shout out to Idris Elba and the rest of the coronavirus victims. <laughs> Not victims, but the uh, diagnosed patients, I guess, you know? Uh, how the introverts doing? Y'all fine? Y'all live y'all best life right now. Y'all don't got to fuck with nobody. Ain't nobody got to bother y'all. Y'all just like, y'all, I've been seeing memes and said, shit saying that y'all been preparing for this y'all whole life. And I bet y'all have. Like, I like, I like my space to myself as well. I like to be around people, but I definitely like to, this is my space, my area right here is when I'm recording. Like when I can have an hour or so to myself, just chill out relax, look at my notes, read a little bit, listen to some music. I'm really at my core. I think I'm kind of it. What's the, um, what's the in-between one? The I'm, I'm, omnivert. Is that, I don't know. I think I'm her. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't know what that's called. Just know I'm in between 
an extrovert and an introvert. Like I'm definitely in between that. Like it just depends on the crowd um, for me. But I know that y'all is out here living. When they say y'all gotta be in here by yourself, y'all gotta go in the house. I bet. It's what I wanted to do in the first place, bruh. Like, fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know how I can move past coronavirus because it's such a big deal right now. Nobody really knows the extent of what this is going to be. Oh, but, you know, just got to pray and push forward. And like I said, we know about that. We've been, you know, living rough for a long time now. What's what's a little Rona? What's a little Rona? we be all right. Um, so there was a lot of music that dropped, um, and personally, uh, I've been letting, um, oh shit, here we go. I'm sorry. I got an email. Y'all know the email systems are coming down about the schools and, um, the schools and the youth centers and the, the daggone. CDC, which is our uh, daycare facility. So I've been getting, I just got an email about that. So I did have to look at that regardless if I was recording or not, because right now my husband's in training. I'm the only person going to and from work. So that affects me, unfortunately. But anyways, music, Meg Thee Stallion. Uh, Y'all know she's kind of been going back and forth on a legal battle with uh, 1501 Records, who she was originally based with when she debuted and everything like that. She did a partnership with Rock Nation, and now she's trying to pretty much free herself from the label because they ain't do it right. She didn't did the rookie move, just like a lot of new artists do in the industry, and did not read her contract in depth like she should have, and that's okay. She's a young girl. And shit happens. Like, that is just, I, I feel like I've never been handed a, a contract like that. Um, but I wouldn't trust nobody to read it but myself. And who knows how fucking long and thick that shit is. And you really just have to have faith in the people who are around you that are signing on your behalf or whoever the fuck. How does that work? That they are looking out for your best interest. End of the day. You know, I think that we've seen that time and time after, uh, again, Tony Braxton, TLC, uh, so many different artists, artists, artists <laughs> that have gone through these legal battles and not getting paid enough or not getting adjusted. I think I just saw Drew Hill went through that too. They had an unsung on a TV one not too long ago, and uh, I don't, I don't doubt her. People's trying to make fun of Meg Thee Stallion because she didn't read a contract. And then there was another rumor going around that she got a, a two point nine GPS. I'm like, bro. Y'all gotta simmer down and look for some other shit to get mad and pressed about. Like, cause Meg Thee Stallion is an up and coming rap artist who's got a lot of shine, a lot of recognition from her peers. And she goes to college and she's making that shit work. And C's get motherfucking degrees after this bitch. If y'all think she, I mean, she might fall off one of these days and might have to rely on her degree, but I don't think so. I think her notoriety at this point has really got her. You know, she gonna be all right. And at the very least, if she wants to get out the game and go clap some ass at the local Atlanta, Miami strip club, I think she's gonna be just okay. All right, so I did wanna say that I did check out her her mixtape EP. What is it? I think it's like EP. 
called Sugar. And I really enjoyed that. Notable tracks on that album is definitely going to be Captain Hook and Savage. Savage is taking over the TikTok world right now because obviously I told y'all as a marketing tool, if y'all got some dope fucking music out there, y'all got some little kids, some friends out there who could possibly do a whip and a nay-nay, a whoa, a spin, and a little shake of the hip, then you could possibly get your song popping, but y'all won't listen to your girl and it's all good. You know, I keep all my good thoughts to myself. The people that actually want to take this shit up and do the things that I'm asking y'all to do, you're welcome. It's okay. But shout out to Megan Stallion because she really did give us some quality ratchet tracks, something for me to shake my ass to in the meantime while I'm mopping or sweeping or cleaning my house because that's what I do in my spare time. So go check out that. I also got an opportunity to listen to Janae Aiko with Chalumbo with all of her ratchet emotional feels. I was talking to one of my friends on Facebook the other day because she said she had to ration out her listening time between Janae and Meg just to equal it out. And I was like, mm, technically, I mean, Janae Aiko be saying some, a lot of the same shit that Meg Thee Stallion be saying, except for she just say that shit with a little more melody. Really? I mean, Janae Aiko be on her ratchet, nasty, I'm a freak, I'm a, you know, <laughs> what did Marlo say last night on Housewives? I suck your dick on the holidays in the week. Sorry if I got any family list. Oh my God. I'm grown. I'm 32 years <laughs> I am grown though. I still be getting extra like weirded out. Like if I have family that listens to this and I'll be saying something a little bit explicit, which I rarely do. But anyways, the point is Janae Aiko and, and Meg the Stallion, Stallion is the same with the exception of production and harmonies. So you, you can get yours there or you can get yours here, but you're going to get the same fucking product, basically. You know what I'm saying? And that, that kind of goes back to my argument about R&B last week. When was it last week? Y'all remember the last time I had a damn episode? That goes back to my, my thing. Like, I like that. I need that shit rationed out, though, low-key. Like, I want to talk about some love shit, too, even if I ain't feeling it. Like, I just like to hear it. I like to hear some vulnerable love shit sometimes. These new hoes, they ain't trying to hear that shit. Is you, like, they on their camera and shit. Is you sucking it or not? Like, for real. Like, <laughs> and that's nothing against them because we... We should be allowed to feel that way. I'm not putting it against I just like my variety. Like, in this new R&B era... Everybody's fucking independent. Nobody needs anybody. And it's sad to me. I don't know. Like, I, I just want to hear ratchet, though. Uh, I want to hear variety in, in those uh, those conversations that we're having, which conversations is music to me. So, anyways, have you checked it out? I think I'm, I'm trying to go to my Spotify and go back to that. I did listen to it. I had an appointment, and it was a long, it was a trip from... Here where I live to DC. So I had a little bit of time to actually listen to that album and I like it. She, you know, she's got these flowy, dreamy ass sounds in her damn music. But like I said, she's gonna give you ratch. Uh, I think I like the BS and that's featuring her. You know, just you know, breaking up with somebody and you back on your BS. I liked that one. I really liked that one. There was another one called Surrender. I like that one. Um, did I even finish it? I like the Born Tar, uh, uh, excuse me, 
Born Tired song that she has. I think I still have to go back and listen to like the last three or four tracks, but I did try to listen to it in its entirety. I feel like it's a solid collection of music. I say give it a try if you want your flowy shit. There was song one song on there that I was like, God damn, like what how long is it gonna be before I get out of the Marine Corps so I could smoke weed? It's legal everywhere else. I don't feel like it's a bad thing. I could talk about that. I'm not talking about crack or meth or anything. I'm talking about fucking weed, y'all. Anyways, there's a song called Trying to Smoke, and I was like, dog, fuck, I'm all listening. I don't want to talk. I don't want to even talk about this shit because I can't do it. I won't do it, and I can't do it till I retire. Damn, so long. Shout out to the folks that, you know, can partake, partook of. <laughs> I think I'm going to say that every episode because it's, I don't know. Anyways, moving on. I think Childish Gambino released some music too. I haven't gotten a chance, but I did get to listen to some snippets and I know he about to drop some heat. Like I was really, really not scared, but I was like, damn dog. I'm sorry I was clicking on my pen. That's probably messing with y'all listeners. Anyways, I wanted to listen to that. Um, I listened to some clips. It sounds good. I was really disappointed because I think the last time when he was actually doing promotion and coming off the Grammy win for Awaken My Love, which was released in like 2016, a little bit after the Get Out movie because he had Redbone on the soundtrack for Get Out. And he said that that was going to be his last tour. And I was like, what? I just became a fan. Childish Gambino has been releasing music for a while now, but I kind of caught the wave late. There was a few things that, a few tracks that I did get to listen to. And that shout out to Issa Rae when she was doing Awkward Black Girl. And on that video web series, her character, which I'm thinking is her in real life, was like super addicted to Childish Gambino. And that was her favorite artist on there. So I did check him out before then. I just did not catch the wave until Awaken My Love released. And that's like one of my favorite albums. Very reminiscent of Boosie Collins. Very reminiscent of Give Me Prince vibes. Like he really gave us, that's what I'm talking about with like R&B. When I hear Childish Gambino, I like hearing notes of music that are very uh, paying homage to that sound that we had prior. I got totally appreciate that. And so I do have to sit my ass down somewhere and actually listen to it. But in the meantime, while you're locked up in quarantine, you do have Meg Thee Stallion. You do have Childish Gambino. You do have Janae Aiko. I believe that there's a few other tracks and new music that was released. I think, uh, damn, there was so much. Was it a uh, little Baby released the album? I'm not really into him, but I'm just helping y'all out while y'all ain't got shit to do. You know what I'm saying? Um... I'm trying to think. Sweet action. Oh my God. How do I forget? Last week I gave y'all all this tribute to Louisville, Kentucky. And I wouldn't be shit if I didn't tell y'all about Jack Harlow, who is this up and coming rapper who has gotten a lot of shine and just big ups from his peers in the industry. Just a guy from Louisville, Kentucky, who just, it's just nice to hear him. He has a new album out called uh, Sweet Action. And if you've ever heard, um, the what's popping brand new bitches. I, I'm still catching on because honestly, I'm still listening to the last EP that he gave us back in like fall of last year. Um, and I totally forgot 
what confetti that's what it's called confetti jack harlow i've still been listening to that on rotation so i really haven't sat down and listened to sweet action like i really want to but it's out there go support louisville kentucky jack harlow's here i can't wait for him and bryson tiller to collaborate again i hopefully they do he they did do a collaboration on um confetti which they did um in the night and they um I think there's a sample from Usher. There's a sample from Usher in that one. And I really enjoyed that track. I enjoyed that whole album. It was bomb. I just have to sit my ass down somewhere. I'm going to have plenty of time, obviously, now. But I'm just putting y'all on to some new music as well. Um, I think I'm going to give myself a quick break. I want to come back. And, um, yeah, I'm going to tell you about an artist I just discovered. Y'all probably already know who it is. And then I want to talk a little bit about Real Housewives of Atlanta. And then we're going to make it quick and we're going to depart the show. But I wanted to make sure that gave y'all something this week while y'all chilling out. If y'all just hold on, I'll be right back. All right, y'all. We're back. And... Before I get into the Real Housewives of Atlanta, I'm not going to go too deep into it either. I'm just going to cite my disappointment there as well. I think I'm disappointed in everything. And I don't know, that might be the title of this show. It's just the disappointment. You know what I'm saying? The disappointment of it all. But before we get into there, why ain't y'all, y'all fake? I just want to, why didn't y'all tell me about Brent Fias? Is that how you say his name? Is it Brent Fias? Do y'all know? That okay, so I have an on repeat playlist on Spotify. I'm going to admit that number one for the longest was Yummy by Justin Bieber, and I know y'all hating on him, and I know it was a battle for the top spot for him and Roddy Rich for the box, but I really fucked with Girl, you got that yummy, yummy, yummy. That was my shit. I played that shit to and from work for like two weeks straight, and then I got tired of it. But I really, girl, you got that yum, 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 that yum, that yum, that shut it, Y'all didn't like that song? Oh my God, of all the fucking Justin Bieber songs y'all be supporting, y'all didn't like fucking Yummy? I thought Yummy was good. But I was kind of mad because I went on YouTube and I started looking at the comments and motherfuckers was like, oh, this is a hidden meaning track about child pornography in the business. I was like, God damn, niggas can't even just enjoy a goddamn song. Gotta be some fucking layered shit out here. I thought he was just talking about you know, his wife, she got the good, good, you know, she got the yummy, yummy or whatever. Fuck. Anyways, kind of ruined the shit for me. I moved forward. I kept pushing. Still a solid bop for me. Brent Fires, though, however, I don't even know. I think it's TikTok. I'm going to blame TikTok. So there is a clip from a song called Trust that a lot of TikTokers are using right now. Usually for their little beauty frames, they want to sit there and sing the lyrics to the song. Hood fame, everybody know my name when I come through. Can't nobody y'all know one. I don't know if y'all got TikTok or y'all obsessed with TikTok like me. It's like the new Vine. And it just... It, it takes up a little bit of my time. I'm going to admit to how much time it does. I just think it's these type of apps really do um, show how talented people can be with 60 seconds or less. And so I enjoy those type of apps for people because it's one thing to snap a pretty picture. It's one thing, whatever. When people actually get into their little actor mode or they're dancing or whatever, I really enjoy seeing people act like that. I think there's... There's an amount of joy that I experience from seeing people do that. So that's just me. So I enjoy TikTok. 
And it's just funny in general. Um, but Brent Fias, again, that's where I saw, that's where I heard the song. And then there was another one that I heard called Rehab Winter in Paris. <sighs> Those two songs alone have just been in constant rotation. And I'm like, I'm some months late. Like they've been out here for some time now but those two tracks trust and rehab in parentheses winter in paris are like two of my favorite songs right now i enjoy the real 90 vibes that he gives us um he's got a super hard vocalist like he's not giving you the volume like you know Jay hud or anything like that but he's giving us some very reminiscent almost timbaland produced type shit uh with those very uh not i wouldn't even say because I, I was making fun of janae Aiko earlier for the these majestical sounding fucking vocals and shit but it works for him and i don't know it's just something very enchanting and fucking mysterious about this dude that i'm obsessed with and i just want to pass on my obsession to y'all if you haven't heard about him then fucking listen to him and shout out to my friends who i, I admitted this about me being late discovering this artist and i know if y'all don't know who he is he was the on the chorus for they see money all around me and i think i'm the man do, 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 do. but i was down in that like last week that's that's who he is the one that's doing the chorus or the hook on that song for go link for i can't think of the damn name of the song mm. Crew, there we go. Crew love or crew or something like that. There's no other hide No, no man. That one. Y'all know who the fuck it is. Anyways, I love him. I hope y'all love him. If y'all haven't listened to him, he's got a pretty large <laughs> discography in Spotify that I just discovered, and I've been listening to it as well as. Sonder, I guess, which is a group that he's a part of. Like I said, I posted on my Facebook that I was so late with this guy and all of my friends just dumped their fucking playlist on me. If y'all don't know me, that is like giving me a warm hug. Like giving me the music that you enjoy and giving it to me and be like, bitch, you might enjoy this shit too. That is like a warm hug to me. That is like a bosom hug. That's like Ayala giving me a hug and like laying my head over so gently in her cleavage. 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 <laughs> That's what giving me music is. I got a few friends that have done that. My friend Will does that for me. Um, my friend Dewan. There's a few other friends who just send me random music like, Keith, check this shit out. I see you when I see you. I'm like, oh my God, you love me. Like, you really, truly love me. Like, that's the shit to me. So if I could pass that discovery on to anybody that's listening, give that man a chance. I just think that he's got something awesome going on. It's something very, like I said, enchanting and mesmerizing about this man and his music. So give it a chance. Okay. I've been ranting nonstop. I want to talk a little bit about Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, it's been on for a while now. And it's been on since when? I don't think when did it when did it debut? I think I was I think it was Christmas. I think it was a little bit before Christmas. It's usually a de November um, debut, and so we knew we was gonna get a little bit because we had already gotten. Um, a lot of stories beforehand. Y'all know that the Real Housewives of Atlanta cast is 
Portia Williams, um, Nene Leakes, Kenya Moore, even Marcel Pigford from uh, America's Next Top Model fame. Um, we've got Cynthia Bailey, former model. And we've also got, uh, is that it? Is that it? Candy Burris. Wow. Candy Burris of Xscape. And then we've got, you know, friends of the cast. We've got Tanya Sam, who is a tech entrepreneur out of Atlanta. And then we've also got Marlo, who is basically Nene's right-hand man. And don't know what she does, but I'm, I've come around to, like, loving the fuck out of Marlo. Like, I used to not like her. I just thought she was too messy for her own good. But I actually, I actually fuck with Marlo, like, these days. I think she is out of pocket a lot of the time, but a lot of these ladies are. They all have their moments. And this season is really a focal point on Kenya Moore's marriage or lack thereof and her being a new mom. It's just really crazy. Kenya Moore took last season off because she had just gotten married. Um, and she was pregnant and she didn't really want to be involved with taping. And I think that was a lot due to her husband at the time who did not want to be involved in this shit. And I think that was a big part of why Kenya, because I think if Kenya had it her way, she would have been on last season as well, documenting um, her pregnancy. And I think they did end up doing, Kenya and Mark ended up doing a side project about her pregnancy, but did y'all watch? I don't remember watching it like that. I didn't care for Kenya. I just think that Kenya, sometimes she gets very nasty spirited. She's very bitter. I'm getting to that later. Um, Y'all know Nene's kind of coming off of dealing with Greg Leak's cancer scare. Um, he actually had cancer, but then there was word that it might have came back, and now he's cancer-free now. Cynthia off from getting a divorce, but now I'm finding new love, and this dude named Mike, and she's totally obsessed with it, which she should be. It's definitely okay to be that super in love. You should want, you should aspire to be as in love as Cynthia Bailey is. Eva is super duper pregnant. Um, in every confessional, she's pretty much eating ice or just eating in general, and that's fine. I'm okay with that. She's beautiful. Beautiful girl, beautiful gowns. You know what I'm saying? Um, Portia just had her baby as well. She's kind of dealing with some infidelity issues within her relationship with her husband, husband now, or fiance at the time, Dennis. And then who else? Who else? Marlo stay styling and profiling. Candy's got a surrogate. She's about to have another baby. Um, and obviously her money is ever flowing. She's going to keep on making this money and that's okay. I, I fuck with Candy the long way because of how innovative she is with the way that she makes money. Her streams of fucking income is just, they all over the place. You ever seen one of those fucking uh, follow the line until you get to the end? Like those type of... Uh, those type of mazes or whatever, that's what Candy Burris' uh, streams of income look like. And that's only only one can aspire to, <laughs> to be on that type of level. But this season in particular is heavily based around Kenya and her marriage and um, the relationships between the ladies because there's been a lot of crazy shit. At one point, it was um, kind of Nene against everybody because of the way she left off uh, the last season with everybody going into the closet. 
and you know she pretty much fall production and so she's kind of like eased her way back into a recurring role on her own franchise and that's okay because she fucking was acting up for no fucking reason and i get it look i get it you don't want nobody going in your closet that's fine but why are you recording upstairs right there you know what I'm saying? Like, I, it, for me, it was just like, what you making this big ass huge deal about it? She had the natural hair party and somebody worked, walked in the closet and she got freaked out. And so that shattered a lot of relationships between her and Eva, between Portia, Candy. There was a few other people. And so now she's kind of on this apology tour to get back in her good graces with the other females in the group. But, um, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about Kenya. Um, I go back and forth with my friend <laughs> a lot on Twitter uh, because we he's team Kenya and I'm team common sense. I don't know. Like, I just I just feel like Kenya has she jumped into this relationship. There's already been a lot of rumors about the way she gets into relationships with people, especially on this show. I have not I've yet to heard a rumor. Um, I've yet to feel like any of her relationships are genuine. She came on with Walter. Apparently she paid him to be her boyfriend on the show. She came in with the young dude. I forgot his name. I think it was Mike. Was it Mike? I forgot. The young dude, he was crazy. Felt like he was getting paid off too. And then all of a sudden after she left the last guy that she was with, which is the younger big dude that fought Peter, I believe. <laughs> Then she ends up married to Mark Daly. We know nothing about him. We know that he is, you know, he's easy on the eye. And then we see that they're married. And then eventually hear that she's pregnant. They have this baby. We see the Instagram photos. Everything look good. But one thing for me, I read body language whole time. Like, it seemed like every picture she posted with dude, he looked like super like out of it. Like he wasn't trying to be there. He wasn't trying to smile for the camera. Either he's just really this, this introverted dude that don't feel like being bothered or he just really don't fuck with Kenya. And I only had those assumptions up until I, when I started watching the show, then I was able to see their interaction with each other. And I was just like, mm, Kenya girl, this man do not like you. <laughs> like somebody tapped his hole on her shoulder. Like, it just seemed like he criticized her heavily. And I know there was this big conversation going online about whether or not she deserved it or not. And I won't say that she deserved it, but I will say he's the man that she deserves. <laughs> and I don't know how to word this the right way. It just seems like Kenya needs to be with somebody who can check her. Because Kenya goes off on the deep end so often that she can't be with nobody who don't know how to tell Kenya to, you know chill out now mind you i think that because this, this is the one thing i don't want to do because the conversation online is that marcus this is narcissist like abusive man and i don't believe that to be true i just think that he be over her shit like he's probably peeped so far like when we started watching them together is when he already had peeped kenya's ways like she likes to start drama she likes to be extra you know, she brought in a whole, like Marlo had a wig party and she brought in a whole fucking band to advertise her shit at her, her wig opening. <laughs> like, I'm just like, these are the things that Kenya is known for. Kenya rolled up to like a Christmas party as the Grinch with butt pads on because she was mad at Phaedra 
about something. That is the type of woman that we're used to Kenya being. Like Kenya was mad at Tanya for showing the girls that she had a wig when they went on vacation earlier this season. And the way that she came back with her revenge is to bring a woman to a luncheon that they were having because there was suspect that her husband or her fiance was trying to talk to this lady. That's Kenya. That is Kenya. So when I say Mark Daly is who Kenya deserves, that's exactly what the fuck I mean, because I don't think that he takes a lot of her shit. And I think at the end of the day, minus a little bit of compassion and empathy that I feel like he doesn't have for her, which I think she does deserve, somebody to be able to check her, whether it be Kenya or Ken, because that's what he likes to call her, then she needs that. She needs some fucking alignment in her life. And maybe that means she needs to be by the fuck herself. Like... But she can't be with no yes man type dude. <laughs> she can't. <laughs> Can you just can't? And and it just got to this episode where I feel like the episode beforehand, Nene was trying to be gen- was trying to you know what I'm saying? Like I just felt like she was trying to be genuine because news had came that uh, Kenya. You know, that she was going to be getting a divorce. And so they, of course, right after the news dropped, they had a vacation to go to that I believe they're in Greece right now. And uh, Nina was pretty much saying, look, I know we're not in the best of place, but I've been married for all these years. I'm willing to give you some insight. I'm willing to give you some advice. At the end of the day, I just want to know that you're okay, even though we ain't on the same page with each other, whatever. Kenya kind of gave her like, I don't feel like talking about this shit, which she can't say. She's, you know, within her right to say that. That's fresh. Don't nobody feel like talking about they shit like that when they just, they're, they're dealing with it in the moment. Um, they don't even got the words to say for themselves. They're not even understanding how this shit got to the where, where it is. So I understood that she didn't feel like talking about it. Kenya didn't feel like talking about no pending divorce shit with Nene Leakes, who is somebody who she doesn't really care for. I get that. Um, what I didn't, what I, some, what I don't think Kenya gets is that you have to give courtesy and respect in order to receive it. Like, the way she kind of shrugged Nene off, I probably would have took it that way too. I'm like, well, fuck you then, you funky bitch. Like, <laughs> I was trying to be nice to your bitch ass. And Nene is just that person who, for me personally, I've been like, damn, okay, well, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And I would have moved on. But Nene is just not that type of person. Nene took it super duper personal. Once Kenya kind of declined the offering, she was like, well, fuck you then. You know, like, <laughs> I don't want to talk to you now anyways. You know what I'm saying? And so last night there was an episode that happened where pretty much Nene brought up the fact that <laughs> that Kenya was getting divorced and the husband didn't like her and all this shit. I was just like, oh my God. Nene sometimes when she gets on the tangent, she doesn't know how to quit. And she was definitely tossed up just uh, during that episode. I saw there was like this big ass um, bottle of Grey Goose. And I was like, well, shit. And got home to another place. But I guess the biggest thing about this episode or the one that's coming out, I knew they was gonna do this shit. It ended the show at the um at the point of the fight, and I knew it was gonna happen, but I guess there was rumors that Nene made a look like she was gonna spit on her. But look, I just ain't with it. Nene's just gonna have to, you're gonna have to chill out on that. Like, I don't think that was necessary to do. 
But again, I think she was drunk. <laughs> but she just you gotta you gotta be careful about that shit because you don't know who's gonna roll up. Because a lot of people ain't taking nobody acting like or actively um spinning on them. It's just ain't gonna happen. I think that in that moment, um, it, it would have been fair game for people to start throwing hands. I just think these old ladies need to get it together. I love them to death. I hope they continue to do a few more seasons. I do want to watch. I do think that Kenya needs to take some self-care time to herself and realize and really like analyze the way she acts on these shows. Whether or not it be for like character or for the dramatics, because she knows she brings in ratings. Cause she does bring in ratings. I think we love to hate Kenya more. But if she wants to, she's got a, a young daughter in her life now. If she wants to positively affect that young girl in a way, she needs to fix herself now because baby, you look like, she's like 50. She's about to be 50. Oh my God. I don't understand. I do want them to get it together, but not quite yet because I do enjoy watching them do crazy on TV. I think that's all I'm going to have for today's episode. <laughs> I thought I, I'm trying to look at my notes. Did I have anything else? Oh, yeah. Another thing that you guys can watch. Are you guys watching? That's what I can do. Here's a list of things you can watch while you're in quarantine right now. Get ready. Here we go. The Mass Singer. If you have Hulu, you could go back from the beginning. I'm very good with my ears, and I feel like that. I know I know who all the singers are. I think it's a very entertaining show. I actually like the fact that um, the singers feel so free behind the mask. And, you know, I, I know it's got to be something to get up on a stage uh, and sing to people. And that mask probably really does something for them because a lot of them aren't like real singers, even though there's a few people that are legendary people that I was like, they had Shaka Khan and Patti LaBelle on there for the longest. And I was like, why the fuck is y'all guessing all these other weird ass people? Like for um for Shaka Khan, somebody was saying, Oh, I think it's Dolly Parton. Oh, I think it's I think it's Mary Wilson. I was like, if y'all sit your ass down, dog. Like y'all ears fucked up if y'all think Shaka Khan sent, sound anything like Dolly Parton. That's a show y'all can watch though. I actually um started watching the Gabriel Fernandez story. Man, like two episodes in, I was just a high mess, dog. Like I was crying. My husband was looking at me like, "Why you watch that?" I was like, <laughs> "I was trying to find out how we felt that young baby." If you have the emotional willpower to sit through that documentary, watch it. I think I still have to go back. I think it's only four, four parts, but I have to watch the last two. The first two just absolutely took me out. Um, maybe I'll come back and do a short about that, but I don't even know because I know I'm too fucking emotional. Like talking about it right now, I just remembering just parts that happened in there. It's just totally messed up about it. Let's see. I already told y'all about Love is Blind, but if you still haven't watched it, go watch it. Candyman is on Netflix. We talked about that a little bit last week. I did get to watch that while I was on duty last week. It didn't scare me. It didn't hit as hard. I think I'm getting there. I think I'm going to be good for this remake that Jordan Peele is going to be making. Um, What else? I really love Grownish. Don't know if you watched that. You should. I think they just did like the season break thing. I hate when, I hate that they doing that shit when they take like two weeks off and you come back. This is us, Grey's Anatomy, even though Grey's Anatomy is out here fucking up. Thank you a lot, Shonda Rhimes, for ruining Alex Karev. 
the way you did. I'm not going to ruin it for people who haven't seen it, but I just want y'all to know Alex Karev has been with us since motherfucking day one. And the way that she released him into the night was sincerely just, wow, like you really did us like that. Shonda don't give a fuck about none of our feelings. She was ready to get the fuck ASAP after this. <laughs> I just been looking for a reason to insert that in. Um, Frozen 2 is on Disney Plus. If you got kids, you know, it's there. I hear the kids are obsessed with it. Thank God mine aren't. But I do want to I do want to see it. I do for myself. I enjoyed Frozen, but I ain't trying to watch that shit back to back to back like y'all kids be doing. My kids know how to let go of things. So Anyways, I gave y'all some music. I gave y'all some Netflix and chill. Love and Hip Hop comes on tonight. Atlanta, of course. And uh, I'm going to be tuning in. Um, I really have not paid attention to Love and Hip Hop New York or Miami. Does it come on tonight? I think Love and Hip Hop Atlanta comes on tonight. Let me see. You know the Shade Room's got it. I think it does. Oh, no. I swear to God, that went Pornhub. That is... (laughs) Trev comedy. Uh, <laughs> as soon as I open up Instagram. See, y'all got wow. Y'all got my people think that I just be watching Pornhub, which, you know, sometimes, but not right now. I always close out. Anyways, make sure you have a private browser, guys, in the future. Um, I'm trying to find the damn love and hip hop thing. I'm going to find it. I think it is because I don't want to get I don't want to get everybody prepared for loving hip hop Atlanta and then it don't come on tonight. Is it? Is it tonight? Oh, it does. Okay, so yeah, loving hip hop Atlanta. I, I really wasn't feeling New York or, or Miami, and I was surprised because Miami had Jocelyn coming back down there, but I just was not interested at all. Like I skipped it. I looked at a little bit of New York. Um, that was mostly for like Joe Budden and Remy Ma because I just enjoyed their confessional moments. But I didn't, I didn't care for it. So Atlanta's really got to bring that heat. And I think, I think I usually do sit through Atlanta no matter what. So looking forward to that. So now I give you, I gave you music. I gave you some reality TV shows. I gave you some, I gave you some um, movies and stuff to binge watch. So I hope you guys are hanging in there. Honestly, I know I talked a lot of shit, but I do hope you guys are taking care of yourself. Hopefully you are at a place or of employment or command or wherever you may be that is taking this seriously as well. If you are allowed to stay and work from home, if you can do that, you have the capacity. Everybody's got fucking Wi-Fi out this bitch. Not sure why people cannot just uproot and fucking work from home if need be. Hopefully you can. Hopefully people are being understanding. Hopefully people are looking out for um, your welfare, making sure you got something to eat, look after your elderly folks. Please take care of each other at this time. We're joking because that's what we do. We make light of things, um, but we do not know the depth <laughs> and uh, how crazy this shit could possibly get. So just be mindful. If we made it through the retrograde and everything else that fucking 2020 has already gave us, I think we got the Rona under control, but still be vigilant out here in these streets. Get your sanitizer, your hand sanitizer, right? Wash your hands 20 seconds. I heard that, you know, thong song, chorus, welcome to Atlanta chorus, uh, happy birthday song, chorus, 20 seconds under the goddamn water. Make sure you're cleaning yourself, take care of them germs, whatnot. That's all I got. 
So there's that. See y'all next episode.